0: Gake Slash Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Gig Sesh Podcast. Gig Sesh gives you access to professionals outside your network who provide invaluable advice and open doors. I'm your host, David Serino, podcasting live from New Jersey. Today, we're talking media and what tools you need to break into this incredible industry. Stay tuned. This is the Gig Sesh podcast. Gig Sesh is changing the way professionals grow their network and gain access to career advice and job opportunities. GigSesh is creating a trusted community and experts are currently available in advertising, branding, marketing, and PR. Experts set their own rate and some or all of their fee is donated to the charity of their choice. Users browse the available experts and then request to schedule a 15 minute call. We have to run the break, but when we get back, we are chatting with Allison McGevna from HelloBeautiful.com. Gig/Podcast. And we're back with the Gig Sesh Podcast. I'm your host, David Cervino. With us in studio, we have Allison McGevner from HelloBeautiful.com. Now, before we get into the interview with Allison, she is an established person in the media world and a, a good person to know. Ten years business experience. She used to work at Fox News. Um, she used to work for people magazine. She's a former plus size model and fashion blogger and the list goes on and on and on. Allison, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. But you know, you got to call me Allie because only my parents call me Allison or when I'm in trouble. So you got to call me Allie.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Allie. Yes. Okay. So I mean, you have an impressive resume. I mean, Fox News, People Magazine, uh, fashion blogger, used to be a former plus-size model for Dorothy Combs, 10 years in the business. I mean, that's pretty impressive. You want to kind of expand on a little bit of background of... uh
1: Yeah, um, well I definitely, I started out, I was really interested in journalism That was always where I kind of thought my career was going to go But I've also always really been interested in fashion And um, so I've really had a career where I kind of pursued all my different interests I worked at foxnews.com for five years as their entertainment editor So I was not a political editor there Just putting that out there. (laughs) But um, so I did entertainment, style, celebrity, travel and leisure, lots of really fun lifestyle stuff. And that was a a great experience. I learned a lot about the business from there. Then um, I started fashion blogging and my career took off as a plus size model. I was working for clients like Ashley Stewart. And um, Monif C, just a lot of big names, really exciting times. So that was great. I spent a couple of years doing that, and then um, my journey really brought me back to Hello Beautiful, which has really been probably the most exciting time in my career.
0: Wow, very impressive, very impressive. Now speaking of Hello Beautiful, uh, let's yeah, kind of getting back into how. From, from being a former you know plus-size model, fashion blogger, and then I, I believe you also majored in African-American history. Yeah. Um, and that, that brought you back into what you are now, which is editor-in-chief of the internationally known site, HelloBeautiful.com. Uh, what was the road you had to take to get to where you are now?
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely, first and foremost, as a black woman, I have always gravitated toward telling the stories of black women. Cause if we're going to be real here, let's be real. And the fact is black women's stories often get marginalized in the media. They don't get told properly or they get co-opted or glazed over. So I always knew that I was going to tell black women's stories going back to college. So I went to Northwestern I got my master's degree in African American history. And, um, then when I started working in news, you know, I just needed to get experience. And so I started as a local reporter, um, In Sussex County, New Jersey, really like nothing happening out there. But you know, I was covering things and I really learned the business there. And then I got hired. Eventually, my work led me to Fox, where I really learned the broadcast end of things and digital with websites and stuff like that. And then Fox was really great to teach me the business, but I knew that Fox wasn't necessarily the demographic that I was looking to work in. It wasn't the demographic of stories that I was going to tell. So, I just, you know, being a plus-size model really afforded me the opportunity to take some time and really think about how I was going to return back to telling women's stories. So when Hello Beautiful approached me or, uh, you know, recruiter approached me for the job at Hello Beautiful, I was really excited because I had been a fan of the site. But really, it was about being patient. It was about being ready. You know, sometimes you want to, like, from the jump, you just are like, oh... I Need to get made, I need to get on right, right. now, right. and but the time is not right. You know, I had to wait 10 years for the kind of job that I have now, and it's still a whole lot of work. You know, I work 70 hour weeks basically, wow. and you know, sometimes seven days a week, so it's a lot of work. And but we're just building something from the ground, and, and the difference is. Is that now I'm really passionate? I've always been really passionate about journalism, entertainment, but now I really get to tell it from the lens of my life and like the women around me, which is exciting. Wow,
0: wow, that's very impressive. Now, now, who uh, who influenced you in your career? Uh, more specifically, who on your journey to working at HelloBeautiful.com with wanting to express yourself through writing via journalism? Uh, and now telling the stories of the African-American community. uh, I do believe it is catered toward uh, women. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, Who on your journey has been a major influence on your career?
1: Oh, my God. I've had so many people who have influenced my career. Um, You know, to name a few, obviously, Um, I had a number of teachers who along the way really encouraged me to write and to write about the things that I care about. I actually had this teacher in high school who I didn't really get along with at the time. And I took it really personally when she made a criticism of me and talked to me about, you know, how I needed to tell stories that were, or that I should tell stories about that were a reflection of me. And at the time I really was like, no, no, you know, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know what she's talking about. But As I look back at an adult, I really see that that was kind of like... Sometimes advice, we think it comes from people who are like our best friends or like our mentors. But this was a woman that I didn't have the best relationship with and I was 16 years old. I couldn't absorb the information then. But now as a grown-up, you know, once I hit my 20s, I really looked back and was like, wow, she really told me the truth. So... I value that. So always, I would tell people, like, always be on the lookout for advice in unexpected places, for sure. That's first. So I definitely had a lot of women and men influence me. Um, Some of my, uh, the editors that I worked with at Fox, you know, um, really taught me the way. Um, I worked under some people like Ashley Dvorak and Christina Corbin, editors at Fox who really took me under their wing and really showed me a lot. And so I learned a lot from them. I learned a lot from Erin Medley. she's a really good friend of mine. She's the head of, um, she's the director of social for NJ Advanced Media, which is the star ledger. She's really taking me under her wing a lot. And then just, you know, all of the journalists that I encounter, all the people that I read on the internet, I'm really inspired. I'm working with a really dope woman right now. Her name's Karen Mayo. She's the SVP of content at Interactive One learning a lot from her. So I've learned a lot of people along the, from a lot of people along the way in a lot mm. of different industries. But, um, you know, like I said, advice doesn't always come how you think it's going to come.
0: That, that kind of uh, leads me into the next uh, you know, question, actually. Like, uh, how important of a role has your network and mentors actually been in your career uh, mm. to, you know, to, to, to kind of, like, guide you to where you are actually right now?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I don't think you can do anything by yourself really by yourself you know sure you could learn everything and especially in journalism they want you to be like the quote unquote one man band which is like you know you got to know how to do everything yourself you got to know how to write how to shoot how to edit how to recruit talent things like that but the fact of the matter is you're really not going to get anywhere if you don't have relationships so it's really important to build those relationships and to maintain those relationships and treat the people that you meet with respect because I've had people who I met as a freelancer they didn't really they weren't really doing anything and then two years down the line Lo and behold, they're a director of something or they're running a site or something like that. So you really got to keep close with the people that you meet, keep in touch with the people you meet, follow up. When you get a card, follow up. Um, because really this business, especially any business, but really, really news and media, it's about who, you know, so the, the mentors in my life and the people that I've learned from, and even just my peers, because you could have peer mentors too. you know, people who are same level as you, but you really learn a lot from them. Um, you know, that has really pushed my career and every major break or job that I've gotten. Oh my gosh, you know, how could I not mention Madeline Figaro Jones, one Mm -hmm. of my really good friends and really a mentor to me. She runs her own magazine plus model magazine. Um, plus modelbag dot com, definitely check them out. But um she's really taught me a lot. So definitely, definitely learned a lot from people who are my friends and my mentors.
0: Now name uh, name some moments where you got knocked down and what did you do to get back up?
1: <laughs> oh my god, I swear I could I could fill a book with the moments that I've gotten knocked down. Um, you know, honestly. My time, when I first left grad school, because I was in a PhD program, and I decided that I wanted to pursue journalism and go for my uh, master's degree and stop there, when I first moved home and said I wanted to leave academics and go into journalism, I got a lot of people being like, journalism's a dying industry, you're never going to get a job, you don't know anybody, you don't have background in that. And I wasn't, I really wasn't afraid to like roll up my sleeves and do the hard work. So, but that was really hard. You know, when you constantly have somebody tell you no, 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 even the people around you who love you telling you, no, it's not a good idea. You can definitely feel like, you know, really discouraged. So I definitely had that. That was a hard time. And it was hard to just... Uh, you know, just deal with that doubt. So that was hard. And the, but then I got a job and I started out my first job, I was making $11 an hour. And like I said, I was a real like first base level reporter, but I worked my way up. And then, um, you know, that was hard. And then when I, I remember though, one, one time in particular, when I was freelancing, people used to say, oh, don't, um, you know, make sure you save your money because the bottom's going to come out when mm. you freelance. Like, just wait for the bottom to fall out so you want to have money for that rainy day. And I'm very optimistic and I'm very like, no, my story's going to be different. So I was like, oh, that's not going to happen to me. People are just trying to put their negative vibes and their negative energy on me. Right. So I didn't really prepare. So when the bottom did fall out and I ended up losing some of my main contracts, losing some of my work, mm-hmm. um, people weren't using me quite as much, I had had no money. Mm. I really, w- I woke up one day and I was like, I have no money. Now, luckily, I was living with my boyfriend, who's not my husband, and he really was able to help me. And you know, my parents lived close by, so they were able to help me too, and my sisters. But if I didn't have anybody, like let's say even that my family lived in another state and mm-hmm. I was you know here in in New York by myself, my family lived in like Ohio or Kansas or something, mm-hmm. I would have had nobody. So and I could have easily been homeless. So definitely those were hard times and then I had to really start from the bottom up and I was working my first job when I was a freelancer with a master's degree and I was working front desk at a hotel. So that was really, really hard and a really an ego check for me. But I know that God put me in that position so that I could check myself and Mm -hmm. I could realize that like you have to be optimistic and you have to be excited. But you also have to be smart with what you're doing. You always got to have a cushion, Mm -hmm. always got to have a plan, always got to have those relationships because the bottom really can fall out. Nothing is guaranteed. So that was really hard. But, you know, I came back stronger from that and I learned a lot more. So in every, you know, there's no testimony without a test. Wow,
0: very powerful stuff right there. So you know, let's, uh, let's switch it up a little bit. I mean, uh, what 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 are you listening to in your iPad right now? What, what do you what do you what do you have in your headphones?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, first of all, I'm always that chick who just will always go back to that like '90s, '2000s R&B. So I listen to a lot of Mary J. I listen okay. to a lot of En Vogue. Um, definitely Beyonce. Beyonce is killing the game. Lemonade. Lemonade was was life-changing, I swear. And just Beyonce's been killing the game since she was, she was my first concert that I ever saw. Destiny's Child open for boys to men, and I've been listening to both of them forever. So I definitely love B. I love Rihanna. Um, I, you know, I kind of have my go to people, but I listen to everything from, you know, Beyonce to old school, like Limp Bizkit to mm-hmm. 1970s and 60s, you know, Rolling Stones to. Add a James to everything, so wow. to, to a little Taylor Swift, even here and there. Don't tell anybody <laughs> yeah, that. No, but. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with Taylor Swift. Wildest Dreams is my—that's <laughs> my jam. Don't ask
0: me to name any song, but listen, there's nothing wrong with Taylor Swift.
1: <laughs> yeah, even though Kim Ether heard today, <laughs> but we won't talk about that.
0: All right, we got to go to break. When we come back, we're 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 uh, going to talk about. Or you can follow uh, Allison and social media. Uh, so stay tuned. Gig Sesh Podcast. I'm your host, David Serino. Allison, thanks so much for uh, for the interview and the wonderful insight incredible information uh, where can uh, where can they find you
1: yeah um, you can definitely find me at alisonmcgevna.com and um, last name is m-c-g-e-v-n-a you know and uh, you can also find me on facebook at McGevna, and uh, my twitter and instagram is ali mcgev a L L I E M C G E V. And we have a lot of fun there. My Snapchat's the same name. The Snapchat can be real crazy sometimes, but it's <laughs> worth following me. We have fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks so much. For your chance to set up an uh, expert 101 session with Allison, please go to gigsesh.com to schedule a time slot. Stay in tune with us and su- subscribe to the Gig Sesh podcast on iTunes. Just search gigsesh. That's G I G s-e-s-h and click on subscribe at no cost like us on facebook follow us on twitter instagram and linkedin at gig sesh once again that's g-i-g-s-e-s-h at gig sesh thanks for tuning in to the gig sesh podcast i'm david serino signing out we'll see you next time